Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi friends, this week we're talking about productivity. I'm gonna give you all my hacks that are not in the fucking books, okay? All this shit everybody's teaching you online, all the shit in the self-help books, that beginner type shit that don't actually work that long, forget about it. I'm gonna teach you the real tricks on how to be productive. So I have a full list of tips in front of me on my computer and I'm gonna run through everything I can teach you about productivity and how to be more productive, all right? Like actually, and have it be consistent and not just like a boost of productivity for a week and then you like fuck off again, you know? So the first thing I wanna hit on is being accountable and keeping yourself accountable. And this is very, very important for being productive. You can't just have like, I wanna do something, you gotta have the ass behind it of like, I'm doing it, you know what I mean? You have to have both. But one of the ways that I hold myself accountable is through making worksheets for myself. And I've talked about this before on my discipline episode and like my motivation episodes. I literally make worksheets for myself, like a fucking child. And if you think about it, like in school, when you were growing up, when you were going through school, your teachers gave you worksheets for everything. Like we're taught in school to use worksheets to be productive, to learn shit, to do shit. Like we're already trained by school and by growing up, the worksheets are like how you learn and how you do shit. So I was like, all right, let me just try that. Cause I've tried everything to be productive and nothing really stuck. So I was like, fuck it. Let me just make a little worksheet where I can like cross everything off and like highlight and like have it colorful. I felt very childish when I first started using the worksheets and then they started working because you get the satisfaction of like checking things off or like xing them out and you get to see your full worksheet like completed at the end of the week and in order to like fill out the whole worksheet you have to do shit daily and the reason i like worksheets so much is because i get to see my progress but i also get to see where i'm fucking up so i have a workout routine that i follow and i put it into a fucking worksheet i have a worksheet for every area of my life like diet exercise social media growth like i have worksheets for literally everything because it makes me so much more productive and disciplined but by making a worksheet if i'm like okay i want to look a certain way and in order to look the way i want to look i have to do these workouts i can see each action step i have to take and if i'm sitting here saying i want to look this way and my worksheet is showing me I'm not actually putting my ass behind my words. I don't get to sit here and complain that I don't have the results. So it's a way to keep myself in check and keep myself accountable. Like I can't sit here and be upset that I don't look the way that I want to look if I can clearly see how I'm fucking up and I'm not putting in the effort to look the way I want to look. So it benefits in both ways. I get to see how I'm making progress every day when I get to like check off the action that I do toward my goal. I get to see how I'm progressing. And then when I start fucking up, I can see the explanation of why I don't have what it is that I want. Whether it's money, a certain body, a certain look, a partner, like anything that you desire, keep yourself accountable to what you're doing for it. And it will make a lot more sense because a lot of the times when you have things in your head, they seem a lot bigger or they can seem a lot smaller than they actually are. 
So when things seem like smaller, here's an example of that. Like if I have a list of like all the things I need to do to look a certain way in the gym, like I have six workouts I have to do a week. If I skip a day and I'm like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like in my head, I can play it out like it's not that big of a deal. And then if I skip another day or I skip doing cardio one day after a workout, I'm like, oh, it's not that big of a deal in my head. But when you take it out of your head and you put it on paper and you can track it and measure it, you're gonna see, okay, it is a lot bigger of a deal to skip two workouts than I thought. Like I'm not doing what I need to do to get to where I wanna go. So I might sit here and convince myself, oh no, it's fine, take a day off, it's not that big of a deal. But I can actually see how much it's slowing me down and fucking up my progress. But that also works on the flip side. So when things feel bigger than they actually are, when you can track it and you can see it and you can get it out of your brain and you can look at it, you'll see it's not as big of a deal as you thought. Like I have a whole worksheet for my meal plan and my diet. So I track what I'm supposed to eat and I have a separate box on the side for extra things that I ate. And sometimes I'll have a moment where I'm like, fuck it. And I'll just like start eating a bunch of random shit, but I still hold myself accountable and write it in the box to see how bad I'm fucking up my goals. And sometimes I'm like very highly emotional. I just like start grabbing shit and eating. And I'm like, oh, I've just fucking ruined my diet for the whole week. And then I go back a couple hours later and I fill in my worksheet and I put what I actually ate extra and I see it's actually not as bad as I thought. And I skipped a meal yesterday. So I'm actually like in more of a deficit. So what I ate today wasn't really that bad to begin with. Plus I was in a deficit yesterday, so it evens itself out. So it nixes your fucking stress immediately. Cause like when things are inside you, they'll feel bigger. You have all the emotions going on, but when you can clearly see your actions and the result that they're gonna have, you can measure if it's good or bad, or if it's really fucking you up as bad as you think it is. Cause like when I say fucking, I just start eating. I'm in my head like, oh my God, I've just ruined my whole meal plan for the whole fucking week. Eh, I'm fat. Like it feels so big in my head because my emotions are so big. But when I actually look at it logically and I just see it on the worksheet, I'm like, oh, okay, no, I'm fine. It's a way to like put my mind at ease. But also if I do fuck up like extra and it is worse than I thought, I know, okay, add more cardio, cut these things, these extra days because you just ate enough. You know what I mean? It gives me a way to like rectify when I've fucked up, but it also gives me a way to like settle my mind when it's not as bad as I feel like it was. Also, the biggest thing that comes with like motivation and being productive with these worksheets is seeing that my actions are actually having an impact and my actions are actually meaningful. Because when you break your goals down into daily habits, you start to feel like it's just the same redundant bullshit and it's not that important. But when you go through and you can see how each action is getting you closer to where you want to go, you feel better about taking those actions. They don't feel like they're for nothing. They don't feel like they're meaningless. You see how each little action, even though it's small and it seems like a little thing, how it is important and how it does apply to a bigger picture. Like these worksheets, I'm telling you, have literally like kicked myself in the fucking ass and it's the way that I coach myself. And a lot of my one-on-one -on -one clients, I give them worksheets and I like for their specific situations and it like pulls everything out and like makes it more real. Like everything seems so much more real, but with that, like the consequences seem real, but the progress feels more real. And it's so much more emotionally like reassuring than you think. 
Because in order to track something, you have to be able to measure it. So you have to track things. You have to track your actions and what's going on so that you can measure your progress and measure your results. Like even if you fucked up consistently for a month, you still have something you can track and measure. So it's good either way, whether you're making progress or you're not, but it will make it very clear if you are or not and what to do about it once you have something you can measure and track. But the biggest thing, when I said it's reassuring, when you're working towards something, especially with your body, when you're trying to diet, whether you want to gain weight or you want to lose weight, when I'm trying to lose weight, every day you're going to fluctuate in your weight and with water. Like some days you're going to wake up feeling bloated and it's going to make you feel fat. You're going to feel bigger. You're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel sluggish. And the next day you'll wake up and you fucking drank a little extra water that day. So it flushed you all out. And the next day you wake up like lean, you're like... And you're like sucked in, everything feels tight and good, you feel light, like you took a shit the day before and you're like, yeah, like you feel all good. But dieting, like the mental side of it, is so hard to navigate. So these worksheets literally make it so easy to follow and easy to diet because you're able to reassure yourself. Because like I said, every day you're going to wake up feeling different. Even when I eat clean for three days straight on my meal plan, some days I wake up a little bloated and I'm like, oh my God, I'm fat. The diet plan's not working. Like I start like catastrophizing and my brain starts running like it's not working. Something's wrong, but it's been four fucking days. You know what I mean? It's like, I just feel a little fat today. It's fine. I'm holding a little water. You're going to piss it out. But the whole thing I'm saying with reassurance, when you can track what you're eating and track what you're doing, losing weight is a science. It is a numbers game. Calories in versus calories out. If you have a piece of paper that you can look at what you've been eating, you know, you're under your maintenance calories. So You get to reassure yourself with the numbers, even though you feel a little fat today because you're bloated, you are still in a caloric deficit. You are still losing weight. And it gives me the biggest peace of mind because it's not just like I get to reassure myself in my head. I get to factually see it in front of me on my worksheet of like, no, you're not fucking up. You're not gaining weight. You're not fat. It is working. Just give it time. Wait how you feel in a couple days. Once you piss, once you shit, once you do a little cardio and you start sweating, the water's going to come out. You're going to get back balanced to feeling good because there's so many ups and downs with dieting that it's very hard to stay mentally sane and to feel like things are working. Because when you wake up and you feel fat, you feel like everything has gone wrong. But that worksheet is going to give you that reassurance and that peace of mind of like, no, I'm on track. I'm going to forget about it. I'm a little bloated today. Like Leo said, I'm going to keep going with what I'm doing. I'm not going to get mad and say, fuck it and go binge because it's not working. It is working. It's taking its time. It's running its course. This is normal. And it's going to allow you to stay consistent and be productive with your goals. So since I've used these worksheets long enough and I know that they truly fucking work, I decided to release them. So in the link of the description of this episode, you're going to be able to download my worksheets that I use. I'm going to put a blank template of each worksheet. You can fill it in however you want. You can change it however you want. Suit it to yourself. And then at the bottom of every document, you're going to see an example of how I fill it out. But I'm also going to throw some like little tips and like things to know, like especially in the diet one. I'm going to put some like things to know and like words of reassurance at the top so that you get a peace of mind and you feel like I'm there with you. But I like the idea of making these worksheets for you guys because it's like my ability to coach you guys without having to like actually work with me. It's like you get to have me in your back pocket kind of and like keep you accountable. And like you're going to read this worksheet and my voice of like, all right, bitch, come on, like get with it. But like I said, I don't promote things that don't fucking work. So now that I know that these do work, I want to give them to you because it's a tool that I've found that has changed fucking everything. Like I'm in the best shape I've ever been in because of how I've been able to stay consistent 
and productive with what I'm working toward. So this is my biggest tool I've fucking found. So if you're interested in giving the worksheets a shot, the link will be in the description. I'm gonna have one for diet, exercise, growing on social media, saving money, because that's a big one, prioritizing what you need to do toward your goals. And I'm gonna get into that in a second, but I made a full worksheet for prioritization and like making a correct to-do list and keeping your ass in check. And I also added a worksheet about how to process your emotions so that you can continue to stay productive. So like while you're on your journey of following a certain goal or working towards something, every day is gonna feel different. Some days you're gonna feel like it, some days you're not. Some days you're gonna be upset and crying and acting like the fucking world ended. That was me last night. I was fucking crying on the way home from the gym. But I gave you guys my process and I put it into an actual document where you can type out your answers and like coach yourself the way that I do with your emotions because your emotions can stop you easily. So I gave you a worksheet of how to get them all in check to keep you on track with your goals. Like you don't want your emotions to stop you or fuck up your progress. Trust me, you will kick yourself like hell if you keep letting your emotions run you. So I gave you a worksheet about how to process them for you to get back on track and like stay consistent. So my next tip for productivity is something that is talked about in the self-help books, but I'm gonna expand on it a little bit because they give you kind of like the intro to it, but I'm gonna like wrap that shit up for you in a pretty little bow. <laughs> so there's this thing called the 80-20 rule, and it basically says that 80% of your results come from 20% of your effort. So like 20% of your actions dictate 80% of your results. Like typically when you have a to-do list, there's a lot of actions that are not directly correlated and directly influencing your results. They like have a part to play, but 20% of your actions that you actually have to take are gonna give you 80% of your results. Like let's say your goal is to make more money. I'm sure you can think of a list of all this shit that you need to do that it would allow you to make more money, but Whenever you have a goal for something, you have to look at the most important actions. What are the actions that are going to directly get me the outcome that I want? So with making money, you need to do the action steps that are gonna lead to the transaction and to you receiving the money. Those are the most important actions to take because you can think about, oh, I need to learn this, I need to learn that, I need to set this up, I need to fucking meditate, I need to like do all this shit. There's so many things that you can do to prepare but you don't need to focus on those most of the time. Like if you have a way to make money, go straight for it. Go for the actions that are gonna get you straight to your goal as fast as possible because a lot of people get caught in like the preparation part of like thinking they need to learn more or be more prepared or be more ready or like get certain shit in check before they go for the actual actions that will make them more money. When you're gonna learn what you need to learn as you go. So as you just dive into the bitch, you're gonna figure out everything you need to know versus if you go start looking up YouTube videos and trying to read books, you're wasting time and slowing yourself down. Reading the books and watching YouTube videos and like preparing and trying to educate yourself, it's good, but one, you already know a lot more than you think. And two, those actions are not gonna lead to you making more money. Like they don't correlate directly. It's like you learn more, you do more, you get money. You need to just go as fast as you can to do more to get money. Like go to the action steps that get you to the goal that you wanna to get to. And a lot of shit will speed up for you. You will feel so much more productive and you'll start seeing results so much quicker as soon as you start going at the actions, not the little ideas and the other shit that's gonna like prepare you or like sidetrack you. Like just go straight for those fucking actions that are gonna hit that goal, trust me. 
And this really can stress you out because a lot of the times you're like, oh my God, no, I need to prepare more. That's more just giving you peace of mind. Like the more you prepare, the more confident you feel. But when you just jump into something and do it and try it, that's when you learn the most. Because all these dipshits making YouTube videos, except me, are going like, to teach you all these things that you might not need to know. So you're only going to learn what you actually need to learn once you start taking the actions to get you to where you want to go. Like that's when you're going to learn what you do need and don't need. It's like school. Like they try to teach us all this shit in high school, middle school, elementary school that they think is going to help us with our life. We don't use half that fucking shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> So don't get caught in the loop of like the actions that are not going to actually get you to what you want. Focus on the 80-20. Focus on the fucking 20% that are going to lead to 80% of the results. And a way to do this is make a to-do list. Sure, duh. But categorize it in the order of priority. Like what are the most important things to do in order? And especially take into consideration things that have a time limit or a deadline. Like whatever needs to be completed first, work on that. Because if you have a whole list of shit to do and you start knocking out certain things that are not due at a certain time, you're still going to have to do the other shit that is due by its deadline. So you're going to feel like you're doing a lot, but you're going to feel like you're not doing enough because you're not doing what's actually due at that time. Like you're going to be working double when you could just knock out what needs to be knocked out in the time frame it needs to be done and then save the other shit that's not time sensitive for after that. Like you're going to feel a progression of being productive over the course of it instead of like, I feel like I'm drowning in shit I have to do. But if you would just do what's time sensitive first, that will free up a lot of your mental energy. You'll feel a lot better. You'll feel a lot less cluttered, a lot less overwhelmed. And you feel a lot more productive because you feel like you're actually getting shit done. Because like I said, if you work on the things that don't need to be done right now, you still have to do the things that have to be done. So you're going to feel like you're doing a lot, but you're not going to feel productive. You feel productive when you do the task that needs to be done first. And that was the worksheet that I talked about where I said I had one for prioritization. That's the one I'm talking about that will help you prioritize what actions to take first, like the 80-20 rule, but also like get you a to-do list that's actually efficient. Like you want it numbered, you want it like in order. So my next tip for being more productive is something that all these fucking people promote in the self-development community and like the success community about being more productive. They just add more shit to do before you actually start doing what's productive. And it frustrates the fuck out of me. So how I just said, like, do the most important things first and don't get caught up in trying to learn more before you do more. Take the example of a morning routine. Y'all know I hate fucking morning routine videos. I like to watch them to make fun of people. But these fucking people that are millionaires and they're over here posting like, oh, I meditate when I wake up and then I journal and then I read for 30 minutes and then I go on a walk. And then I stretch and then I have breakfast and then I play with my fucking crystals and rub them on my, I can't, Leo, be polite. <laughs> and then they start getting to work on what they actually need to do for the day. They have a fucking two hour window in the morning of all this shit that they're doing that they feel is making them productive, but it's not. Like all that shit that people do in their like morning routines, like for health and wellness, it's like. Yeah, girl, but you didn't actually get shit done. Like you're two hours exhausted when you start work. 
You know, like you're the most creative and like ready to go in the morning. Like if you can shorten that time between waking up and working, you're going to actually feel a lot more productive because the things that people do, like all the meditation and the journaling and all that shit, it's not actually productive. It feels productive, but you're not actually knocking out anything on your to-do list. Those things might help you, sure, but they're not productive. Like I said, you know, you picking up what I'm putting down. It's not that they're bad. It's not that you shouldn't do them, but you don't have to do them. Like a lot of people get stressed out. Like if I don't meditate and read my 30 minutes in the morning, oh my God, I can't fucking function. Like bitch, you can promise. I promise you can do it, but just shorten that gap between when you wake up and you start work because that's, what's actually going to lead you to doing the things that are more productive. So if you wake up and you start work and you work for two fucking hours, instead of meditate and fiddle your dick for two hours and like read, uh, You're going to start the day feeling like you've already accomplished so much, like actually accomplished things that are moving you forward toward your goals, not just taking care of your mental state by fucking meditating and having a lemon water and going on a walk. Girl, there's time for that at the end of the fucking day. Get your shit done first. I'm just telling you, like, I'm speaking so intense because... I was this asshole trying to do all this shit because that's what everybody promotes. Like everybody promotes all this like health and wellness, take care of your mind, meditate, read, don't touch your phone for the first hour of the day. Shut the fuck up. Like there's all this shit and it just made me so tired. Like I wasn't productive, but I felt productive. And then I was so frustrated. Like, why am I not getting results? It's because all this fucking time I'm spending is not on what's actually what I need to do. Does that make sense? So literally shorten that time between waking up and getting to work. Then you can meditate and fiddle your dick and play with your crystals and read after. Like get everything done that you need to do first so that you can relax. Because there's nothing worse than like prolonging that shit all day. And it's like you wake up and you do all of your like morning routine. And then it's like, motherfucker, I need a nap. I don't want to go to fucking work right now. (laughs) And another example I want to talk about with this is studying. Like people that are in school. When I was in school... I had to like reality check the shit out of myself because I would spend so much time studying. I was convincing myself, oh my God, Leo, I study so much. Like I'm getting so much done, but I still feel like I don't know shit. It's because the time that I spent studying was small. The time I spent preparing to study was fucking huge. Like I felt like I had to make flashcards for everything. I felt like I had to like read the PowerPoints and print them out and like categorize my notes and make everything presentable so that I could read it. Literally just cut all of the steps before what you do to actually study. Like the more time you can spend actually studying, the more you'll retain. Stop trying to make it pretty. Stop trying to organize shit. Be a little organized. But know what you need to study and then just study it. Because like for me to sit here for a fucking hour, two hours and make all these flashcards, I could have just read the information twice and I would have run through it in my mind two times more than if I would have made the flashcards. Like to waste two hours on making the flashcards and then have to study them. I'm tired by the time I finish the fucking flashcards, I don't wanna study them. So if I just studied the information, I would have it through my brain twice by the time it took me to prepare to start. So that's what I'm saying like with studying, Girl, I am telling you, that's one of my biggest hacks for productivity in school and like actually being efficient with your time. You're gonna feel like you're doing so much work, but you're not actually spending your time on the actions it's gonna take for you to learn what you need to learn. You're preparing to learn what you need to learn. You need to just focus on learning it. And then you do good on the test, you do it on the class, you learn it, see? (laughs) And another thing for like preparing to get ready to do shit is like stop focusing so much on like preparing to get ready. Like get your little water, 
go take a piss and go study. You don't have to spend 30 minutes trying to find the perfect playlist of like background study music. You don't have to like set the lighting and light a candle and fucking get a snack. Girl, just sit your ass down, get to it. Get what you need as you study. So if you realize, oh, I need water, go get water. You realize you have to piss, go piss. After you've started studying, like on your first break, you'll realize everything that you need and then go do it. But just sit down as soon as you have that inspiration of like, okay, I need to go study. I'm going to go sit down and work on my shit. Go do it. Act on inspiration as soon as you get it. You have five seconds. And I know that's the whole Mel Robbins like five second rule. But with inspiration, you literally have five seconds to act on it, whether it's an idea it's insight, it's inspiration, anything it is, you have five seconds to put an action behind it. Shorten that fucking gap and just like go for it. As soon as you feel it, just do it. Unless you're thinking about like killing yourself. Don't be so quick on that. <laughs> okay, so my next tip for being more productive is give yourself a certain amount of time to get certain things done. Like set a deadline for how long you have to do certain things. Because you will be shocked at how much you get done just by putting a time cap on it. But like respect the time cap when you set it. Cause like when I have shit to do, I'm so much like quicker with everything that I'm doing. Like when I'm working out, if I have like coaching calls or if I have like appointments to be at or like meetings to be on, when I have to go to the gym before all that and I'm like, okay, Leo, you have an hour to get your workout in. I literally get that shit done in an hour. Like everything, like I'm very focused, I'm zoned in and I just get my shit done and knock it out. But on days where I don't have anything where I'm like, I have to do it, I'll fucking lallygag in the gym, I'll play around, I'll just like fiddle and fuck around and it takes me two hours, two and a half hours sometimes. But it's not on purpose. Like I just take a little too long during the sets, I'll like pick a new song, I'll talk to somebody that I know, like <laughs> I just fuck off like when I have unlimited time to do things. So it makes it feel like it takes a lot longer but you will be shocked at how quickly you can get shit done if you just set a time limit on it. Because like I said, when I put the time limit on my workout, it's not like I have a better workout in the two and a half hour period that I'm there versus when I make it one hour. I still have a really good workout and I get everything done, but I'm more on top of my shit. I'm more productive with the time that I'm spending with what I'm doing because I realize, okay, don't fuck off. Don't take so long picking songs. Knock your sets out. Quit like lollygagging and like looking around and just like fiddling your fucking thumbs. Like get on it and go. Like the time limit will make you do that. And another thing that I do this with is like chores. So I will literally like set up the chores of what I have to do in my house for before I have like a meeting or coaching calls because I'm never late ever to shit like that. Like I'm very punctual and I will not be late to it. So I use the hour before to be as productive as possible. So the other day I had to clean my apartment, I had to do dishes, I had to shave my head and I had to shower. This would usually take me like three hours. If I just let myself on like a Sunday, just be like, oh, I'm having a catch up day. Like I'd put on music, I'd like frolic about, I'd fucking like take my time doing everything and it would take me like three hours to do it. But I told myself before my coaching call, Leo, you have to get all this shit done. I got it all done within like 45 minutes. Like I gave myself an hour, but I got it all done in 45 minutes because I was like not rushing, but my ass was in check. Like I was in gear and I was focused like, okay, I have a deadline. I have to get all this done before that. Like girl, I was buzzing the fuck out of my head. Like I got ready in the hour. So I'm so much more productive when I have a time frame around how fast I have to get things done. I swear it works and you will literally be shocked at how much you can get done. Because the other day before I was going to the gym, I was like, all right, Leo, you got 20 minutes to like clean up, do dishes and fucking make your pre-workout and put on gym clothes. And I got it all done within 20 minutes. And I was like, damn girl, that would have took me like two hours any other day. But I'm just telling you, 
For real, set a time limit on shit and you'll be shocked at how much more productive you are and how much more you get done. Like you're capable of a lot more than you think in a shorter time frame and you're only going to realize that once you start giving yourself that time frame. It got fucking dark. I'm giving like spooky vibes. Now that it's like Halloween and I got my decorations and it's dark outside, now we're giving Halloween, bitch. (laughs) You guys ask about my clothes a lot too, but I always have it linked in the description what I'm wearing. This sweater is from Zephyr. Code Leo will save you money. But I'm partnered with them because I know the owner and I'm friends with everybody. And like I'm part of their little team. It's so fucking cute. People that wear black, everybody knows there's different colors of black. This is like the real black, that like good black. Because if you get like black that's too light or it just looks a little off. Like sometimes it'll look purple or blue or gray. Like it just looks cheap. Like this shit look expensive as fuck because it's like that good quality deep black. But like all the shirts and all like the crew necks like this, the fucking collar like hugs your neck and it just looks more expensive. You can see it. I don't have to fucking tell you. But I don't want you guys to think I'm just over here like repping this fucking company because they like pay me. Like I'm associated with the brand. Like I actually bought their shit before I started working with them. Like it was funny how we all met and it all lined up, but I like to promote quality shit. So when I find it, I'll tell you, but I luckily have a code. (laughs) So I have two tips left and then we're going to get into what would Leo do. But my next tip is when you're setting goals for what you're trying to do. So like, you know how I say, when you have a goal, you have to break it down into daily action steps that you can take. That's important. But you don't want to overshoot it with the things that you're expecting of yourself. Like you have to be realistic. You have to like take into consideration how much you can actually do consistently. So I want you to get honest with yourself about what you're willing to give up and what you're willing to do for what it takes to get to what you want. Like you have to get very clear. Like you're totally allowed to have boundaries and have goals. You're allowed to say, I don't wanna give up this time that I spend hanging out with my friends every night. So I'm gonna make time for my other shit throughout the day. Even if it means I have to do a little less, this is not something I'm willing to give up. That's totally fine and you should do that. Because a lot of people lose themselves and they start resenting the fact that they have goals and they're working so hard at something because they feel like they lose their whole life because they just throw it away. So get very clear on what you're willing to give up and what you're not. And then set realistic goals for what you can do and what you're willing to do. Like how much time you're willing to put into certain things, how much energy you're willing to put into them. And there's a lot of actions that have to be repeated. So like consistent actions, those are the ones you gotta be honest with yourself about. But if it's a one-time thing, here's my little hack for these two. Like if it's a one-time thing I have to do and it's gonna take a lot of effort and a lot of energy, I will go full throttle into it and like literally throw everything away and put all of my attention and focus into it to get it done because it's a short time frame I'm gonna have to do that for. Now with other actions, if they have to be repeated and it's like a consistent thing that I have to do over a long period of time, that's when I get realistic with letting up on how much I'll put into it. Like you have to get something that's maintainable for actions that have to go over a long period of time. Like for me to try and go to the gym two and a half hours a day, every day is not something that I can maintain without getting pissed the fuck off or tired of it. Like I like to have my workouts be an hour, hour and a half and like crunch that shit so that I can still make progress and feel like I'm putting a lot into it without letting it consume too much of my fucking life. So if it's a one-time thing you have to do, be relentless with it. Give it your all, let it consume your life for the couple of days, week, whatever that it's gonna take. But then with the actions that you have to repeat over a long period of time, be more realistic and don't go full throttle 110% into it. Like go into it with how much you're willing to do and how much you can maintain and continue doing. Because the whole thing about being productive is you have to be able to stay consistent with what you wanna do. If you just go full throttle into it and you keep burning out every weekend, you're not being productive, you're not being consistent. 
Like you could just split the effort up a little bit so that it could be more consistent versus like going full throttle and then burning out. And another tip I have for this is check in with yourself every week. Like, especially if you're gonna use the worksheets, even if you don't use the worksheets, you wanna check in with yourself every week and track your progress. Like even if you just do it on your own and just keep track of what you're doing, check in with how you felt over the week. Did you feel like you're doing too much? Do you feel like you can bump it up and do a little more? Like check in each week because your threshold is gonna go back and forth with life, what you're dealing with, what you're feeling, and then how much progress you actually wanna make. So you're gonna be able to take on more than you think. And there's some weeks you're gonna be like, no, I have to cut it back. Like you're gonna have to go back and forth. Like that's one thing I learned from my nutrition coach is we check in like multiple times a week, but at the end of the week, he'll be like, are you comfortable cutting more food or do you wanna stay where we're at? Or do you need to add a little more food to not be in such a drastic deficit for a minute? Like, how are you feeling? How are you able to manage? Like you have to check in with yourself and make changes consistently to keep yourself consistent. Like you can't just at one point in time set that you're gonna do these certain actions and continue with them at the same intensity. Cause like I said, you might be able to do more and you might need to pull back for a little bit so you can stay consistent because some action is better than no action and that's one thing i fully believe in like even if you can just muster up a little bit something's better than nothing and remember me saying that because a lot of the times you can get caught in the whole mindset of like all or nothing because i do that i'm like a perfectionist my rising broke i'm like i'm not doing it if i'm not doing it perfect but i had to get rid of that once i started doing all the shit that i'm doing now like opening my businesses and like doing all the shit that i do sometimes just doing something is better than nothing and it will wear you the fuck out to try and be perfect and 100% every time you have to go at something. Like it's totally fine to fluctuate because one day you're only able to give 80%. The other day you're able to give 120 and you make up for it. So that's what I'm saying. Check in with yourself and reevaluate, readjust, and like check in every week. Just remember me saying that because it'll keep you consistent. And also checking in every week lets you see your progress you've made. If you fucked up, if you've done good, it's all in front of your face. Like just writing it down. Oh my God, I can't explain whether it's my worksheet or not. Like writing it down, dude, getting it out of your fucking head. You can see it. You can give yourself the reassurance that you are progressing because a lot of the times you do a whole bunch and you feel like you're doing nothing. But when you can actually see the actions you took, it's like so reassuring of like, okay, I know I feel like I'm not doing enough, but I actually am. Here's my reassurance and boom, you have peace of mind. But also with checking in every week, when you set what you're gonna do for the week, I want you to fully fucking commit for one week. Like that week that you commit, commit to that bitch. Whether you think it's too much, commit to it. Literally commit and just Push yourself through it for that week because at the end of the week, you get to recalibrate and see if you can handle less. But the whole point of like checking in every week is you commit to that week. Once you set it of what you said you were going to do, you stay consistent with it. Even if it beats your fucking ass, you're able to suffer and it feels like you suffer a lot less when there's an end date to the suffering. So if you know, I only have to do this intense shit for a week, you feel like you can endure it because it ends when you have suffering with no end it beats you up a lot fucking quicker and you burn out 10 times faster. Trust me, I've been there. So my final tip for being more productive. This is the biggest tip. This is the biggest thing that's helped me and it's not about actions, it's about your mental state because that's the biggest piece of the puzzle a lot of people forget. A lot of people promote all this success shit. They're like, neglect yourself, fuck everything, fuck friends, fuck everything, fuck your life. Like be miserable, suck it up and just grind. It's like, no bitch, you gotta take care of yourself mentally because I am somebody that can push myself to the extent of like, I can't go no further. Like I will burn myself the fuck out. I have plenty of times. So 
if you're someone that has that level of drive and determination, you have to take care of yourself mentally. And I don't like the idea of working less if I want to work. So the way that I go about this and give myself like the mental reset, even when I'm working, is I will tell myself every night at 8 p.m., I'm off work. So I work from the minute I wake up till the minute I go to bed sometimes. I wake up at 8 a.m. and I go to bed at 1 a.m. Like I literally like fucking work and just work on shit all day. But what you're doing when you're working is forcing your focus on certain things and certain tasks. Like you're forcing your mindset to be at this one place and it takes effort and energy for you to force your focus. So if you don't have any periods where you let that force off, you're gonna get drained a lot faster. So every night I tell myself at 8 p.m. I'm off. And what that does is free my forced focus after 8 p.m. Because I've fucking worked all goddamn day, I'm good, okay? Like, I'm allowed to do what the fuck I want after 8. So at 8 p.m., I allow myself to do whatever the fuck I want to do. If I want to go lay on the couch and do absolutely nothing, I'll do it. If I want to lay in my fucking bed and go to sleep early, so be it. But if I want to continue working, I allow myself to. It's not that I'm forcing myself to stop working. I'm stopping myself from forcing my focus. So I don't feel that exhaustion which usually leads to resentment about whatever you're working on. So I'm telling you, that has helped me so much, just setting a time for when I'm off work. Like I said, a lot of the times I'll continue working, but I don't feel that guilt, and I don't feel that voice in my head like yelling at me to keep going even till I go to fucking bed. Like you have to set yourself free from that pressure Or you're going to burn the fuck out and be sick of it. So that is my biggest tip for productivity. Just set a time for when you're off the clock. You can do whatever you want after that time. Whether you want to go fucking fiddle your dick, you want to go lay in the bed. Like I said, do whatever you want. If you want to keep working, keep working. But what I've noticed is when I'm not forcing myself to focus on things, I know that I'm free after 8 p.m., but when I choose to continue working, I have so much more joy in it. I find so much more fun. I feel a lot more creative. I feel a lot more like light about continuing to work because I want to work. I don't feel like I have to. I'm not forcing myself to. It's natural. It's like a natural inspiration and boost, and I feel better about continuing to work up until I go to bed sometimes. Some days I fuck off and do nothing. But I'm just saying, give yourself that option to take your mindset off of shit. Like, just give yourself that freedom from all the pressure you have yourself under. Just take that off after a certain time. My time is 8 p.m. All right, so now let's jump into what would Leo do. And that's where you guys write in and you send me your situation. And you basically ask for advice. Like, I tell you what I would do, but most of the times I just give advice about your situation. And if you want to be featured on an episode, I have a link in the description where you can send in your situation or whatever you're going through. Like, whatever you want my hot take on, there's a link in the description. It's completely anonymous. You don't have to put a name. You can just put the situation. But let's jump into this. So the first one. Someone asked, how do you become the hardest working person you know? And I saved that one for this episode because I have some tips. (laughs) So first things first, looking busy and being busy, looking like you're working hard and actually working hard are two different things, okay? So I'd say stop trying to look busy or stop trying to look like you're working hard and put your effort into working hard, you know? But the ways to do that are when you have an idea or you think of something that you could do, Shorten the gap between the time that you take action. So an action should come very quickly behind the idea. So a lot of people will like have an idea. They'll wait, they'll wait, they'll wait. Then they'll take the action. 
If you want to be more hardworking, shorten that fucking time. When you have an idea, take action. Start fast. Start doing shit quick. And when you do that, my next point is focus on results. Like, don't worry about how much time it takes to do certain shit. Focus on the results. Focus on getting things finished, done, and getting them to completion. Because that takes a lot of fucking work. But when people get caught up in like, I have to put this much time into it. Like I said before, if you focus on time, people will lollygag and fuck around and they'll be worried about looking busy versus actually being busy. You'll worry about looking like you're working hard versus working hard. So when you focus on the result, that's what's most important, whether it takes you two hours or 20 hours. Your end goal is the result. You're gonna seem a lot more hardworking when all of a sudden you just have all this shit that you're completing versus all this shit that you're just working on, if that makes sense. My next tip is don't look at any task like it's beneath you. A lot of people do that and a lot of people get too big for their goddamn fucking britches, but I don't look at any task like it's beneath me. Like I will do anything that I need to do to get to where I'm going. Whether it's like the CEO position or the fucking janitor position, I'll do it all. I'm not above shit. I have no fucking ego when it comes to me getting to what I want. That is a hard worker. Like you're not gonna sit here and just wait around for other people to do certain shit because it's beneath you or whatever. Like don't look at it like that. If there are certain things that will allow you to buy your time back, like hiring a housekeeper or hiring someone to help manage a team, like I get that. You have to buy your time back so that you can focus it on like more important things, but don't look at it like it's beneath you. Like if you're hardworking, you're gonna do anything that comes up that needs to be done, not just what you think that you're like fit for. And the last way that I'm one of the hardest working people that I know is I work on a lot of shit at once. Like I have a lot of goals that I'm working towards at one time. A lot of people just say pick one and then go for it. No bitch. I allot time for each goal that I have. Like I have like 25 fucking goals at one time. Not really. I have like five main goals and I allot time daily to each one. So you'll feel very hardworking if you allot all of your time to just one thing. But if you really want to feel like you're the hardest worker you know, have a lot of different shit you're doing. And use your judgment with that. Don't just be doing a bunch of shit just to be doing a bunch of shit. Like I said, don't do things just to look like you're hardworking. Do the things that make you feel hardworking, which is going to be having certain times to work on certain shit. Because y'all know I'm a trick of all trades. I'd be doing so much shit. And like, I don't understand how I manage it all at times. But really, the worksheets help a lot. Because I literally have worksheets for everything I work on. <laughs> so I can keep it categorized and organized. Like, I don't have a routine. I don't follow a routine at all. I follow what I need to do for each of my goals. Like, and I do it when I need to do it and I just get it all done. Okay, so let's dive into the second situation. So someone wrote in and is basically considering moving somewhere or not. And they just quit their current job. But like, they feel comfortable where they live, but they want to move somewhere else. But they asked, what would I do to remain committed to my goal? And you asked the right motherfucker. <laughs> so first thing I would do is get very clear on what my goal is. Like get clear on what your end goal is. Because that will give you clarity about like all the other little goals you can set to get there. But the whole point about getting clear on what your ultimate goal is, is you have to detach from any specific way of getting there. So if you have one goal and you declare you want this thing and your actions are back in it, I don't know if you're religious or spiritual or whatever the fuck, but the universe knows your greatest shortcut to get you to where you wanna go. So if you know where you wanna go, 
You might think this way is the quickest route. Universe knows that this way is the quickest route. So it's going to pick you up and drop you over here because this is the shortcut. But when the universe snatches you out of where you're at and ruins everything that you have going for you and then drops you into a new spot, you're not going to understand that you're in the new opportunity to get to where you want quicker. Like you're being relocated because it's faster. So if you feel drawn to this opportunity to move, do it and take it. Get clear on what your goal is. And if you can see, okay, this opportunity, moving to this place or wherever, starting this new job is going to get me closer to where I want to go. Or even if you just say, I'm open to seeing how it could get me to where I want to go. Perfect. But if you know where you're at right now is going to limit you. And all you feel is comfort because you're just there. You don't feel like it's going to actually get you to where you want to go. Hop out. Like I know you have to leave the comfort and take a minute. Like enjoy being comfortable for a minute. Get ready and then go on your next venture. But when you get very clear on your goal, you have to detach from like knowing the way that you think you're going to get there. Because what I have for my goal and all the different ways I've been yanked the fuck around to get to where I am now, I didn't see none of it coming. Like I had literally no fucking clue. I just committed to my goal and committed to wherever the universe snatched me and dropped me, I would keep going toward my goal. And I've gotten so much further than I thought versus if I just stayed with being a nurse and was like, oh, it's comfortable. It's easy. I know it like not easy, but like it's what I know it's comfortable. I can do that. But I knew it was never going to get me to where I wanted. Like it would have been a lot harder to get to where I wanted to go from staying in that position. You have to release your definition and what you think is the best way to get you to where you want to go because you are being guided whether you're religious or not okay so don't play it fucking safe if you feel like you are drawn to this new opportunity it's for a reason you're going to learn a lot you're going to learn more than you fucking realize and you're going to have so much experience to draw from and this sense of stability you have will always be there you can always come back and even if you can't go back to the exact spot that you're leaving you can go create this sense of stability somewhere else with the same thing that you were doing. You can find it somewhere else. You always have a fallback plan and it's yourself. So go for it. Okay, so our last situation for what would Leo do? Someone wrote in and said, I have to read this one like from the thing because you're going to get it. I've been working on getting rid of the toxic in my life as in my toxic ex. The one I always go back to. I can block him on everything, and then months down the road, I have a gut feeling I need to check in on him, and I do, and he does the exact same thing. He keeps tabs on me that I didn't have any idea about. <laughs> me. <laughs> I've been working so hard on healing myself and trying to meet new people and going on dates, but I just go back to him, and he's not good for me, and I know this. He knows this. So what I would do in your situation is when you feel that urge to check in on him, Observe what's going on in yourself first. Why do you feel like you need to check in? Are you concerned? Are you worried? Like what's going on? What are you feeling first? Like check in on you and look at what you're worried about and why you feel like you want to reach out. Because when you're worried about something, if your only way of getting the reassurance to stop worrying is by checking in on this person, you're going to continue to do it until you learn to comfort yourself. So when you're worried, when you're stressed, Stop looking for comfort outside of yourself and give it to yourself. Turn toward yourself. Figure out why you're worried, what you're upset about, what you're feeling. Comfort yourself through it because checking in on him is just alleviating you from the stress that you feel because you are in some level of stress if you feel like the urge to reach out and check on him. So 
As soon as you learn to comfort yourself, you're not going to feel the urge to check on him. You're going to be able to get yourself through these stressful periods when your brain starts telling you shit like, oh, something's wrong. I need to check in. It's like, wait, hang on. Do I need to check in? What's wrong? Has anything led me to think that something is wrong? Or am I just concerned for myself? And then look at how can I reassure myself everything's okay? How can I comfort myself without reaching out? Because that will help you stay on track with what you're trying to do. Like you're aware this person's not good for you, but you keep continuing to go back. So figure out why you keep going back, what part of you needs comfort, and how can you give it to yourself? And one piece of advice I want to give about this situation is you don't have to continue proving that you care about him. Not checking in on someone doesn't mean you don't care. You're, you're allowed to care about someone and be concerned about someone and still not check in on them if you know it's going to hurt you or fuck up what you're trying to do. Like the whole thing with this productivity podcast is to keep you on track. So I want to give you that because a lot of people will feel guilty. Like they need to prove that they care. If I don't check in, he's going to think I don't care about him. You're off the hook for that. You no longer have to prove that you care about this person. You're allowed to do what you need to do for yourself to stay on track with where you want to go. And if you want to heal from the situation and move on from it, you have to stop visiting it. You have to see what needs are being met for you and what comfort you get by revisiting it so you can do it for yourself so you no longer feel the need to go back to that situation. You come to yourself first. So that's where I'm going to leave you with that. But like I said, if you want to get a copy of my worksheets, the link is in the description. Also the link to be on the next episode with What Would Leo Do? You can submit your thing with the link. <laughs> if you like this video and you found it helpful, share it to a friend, maybe. Like, tell them about it. Help them out. <laughs> and give this video a thumbs up. And leave me a comment about what you thought, because I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions. And if you have any topic you want me to cover in the future, leave a comment below, because I always need suggestions. I have a whole list of topics, but I go with what I feel called to the most. And also, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, leave me a five stars rating. Thanks so much. But that's all I got for this episode. I hope it helps you be more productive. Come back to this video and leave me a comment or DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is Skeppy. if any of this helped you. And everybody, if you get my worksheets, leave me a fucking like comment and tell me what you think. Or DM me on Instagram and tell me what you think of them. Because I really am so excited for you guys to get your hands on them and start using them. Because it's the thing that truly fucking helped my ass. But thank you guys for watching. Everybody take care of yourself and be safe, goddammit. Have a happy Halloween. <laughs> if you're watching this for Halloween, me and my little ghosts are going to go hang the fuck out. <laughs> Maybe smoke a blur. <laughs> but I will talk to you next Sunday.